Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Man, Jordan, I don't even know where to start. Oh my God. You know what? I would say start at the beginning, but fuck it. We're innovators. Start at near the end. Right. Then do the middle. Uh huh. Then do the end. Right. Then do the beginning. So start it near the end. Yeah. Like three quarters of the way through? Sounds good. Are you talking about at the climax or or uh are you counting the, the denou- ex machina? Are you counting the denouement when, when the as clouds the end, part or is the climax? And angels help you solve your problem. Pre climax or at the peak of the climax? Yeah, height of the climax. Right saw, when you're about to blast. I saw some people fucking. Okay. Speaking of climax. Yeah. Okay, so that's near the end. Now say yeah. the beginning. I was walking my dogs. Okay. Now say the end. Uh, I passed. I passed by. And now say the middle. Uh, I saw a car that was a rockin'. Mm-hmm. I wondered, should I go knockin'? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a bumper sticker that says otherwise. Yeah, man. Four reels earlier okay, today. Okay, so you're walking your D. I'm walking my double Ds. Okay. Coco and Sissy. Sure. And, uh, and of course, Ds. You're D's nuts. Yeah. For the, for the folks listening at home, Jesse pointed to uh, Doe's nuts. Yeah. Doe's <laughs> uh, nuts, though. Mm-hmm. Should we bring that in? Doe's nuts, though. Should that be a meme that millennials like? Oh, man. I mean, I think, listen, I think last week we had a big millennial meme hit uh, with jet fuel can't melt steel tweens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think why not? Let's let's keep this meme train a chugging. Doze along, nuts, though. Along the road to Danksville. Yeah. Yeah. Doze nuts, though. What should that be? What sort of image should that be on top of? Last week, cool I think Keith, we... I guess, right? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it has to be... What, what about Cool Keith in, Here's... like, Dr. Octogynecologist outfit, but with Crying Jordan's face? <sighs> Crying Jordan is pretty good. Uh, I mean, last week we did it on uh, Harambe, uh-huh. R.I.P. Yeah, the R.I.P. Ape, the ape who was taken too soon. Right. The noble ape, justice for Harambe. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think you need an unrelated internet thing. Mm. If we want to keep What about the... that picture of, like, uh, what about that picture of uh, Kermit the Frog playing the banjo? Yeah, that's good. Those nuts, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, it. That's fun. I like it. So I'm walking my dogs. Mm-hmm. It's just me, the double Ds and Ds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's From where this... I'm sitting, does, but. There's this bend in the road. Mm-hmm. And there's like a dirt area, and usually the main shit that's going down there is pot smoking uh, or television discarding. Okay. It's like the two main activities yeah. going Just on go there. Yeah, and you go, you dump an old tube TV. One weird thing about Los Angeles mm-hmm. that I still have yet to figure out is the city of Los Angeles will pick up your oversized garbage for free, mm-hmm. but people still dump it on the side of the road. Yeah. Like as though they're going to get a ticket for it or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you just call a number, and somebody comes and picks up whatever it is. Yeah, some dude. Yeah, my my neighborhood, just strewn with beds. I think maybe they, you know, the people who are doing the dumping don't want the city all up in their shit, you know? Oh, yeah. I think if you're if you're a, if you're a side-of-the-street side dumper... Because they're into illegal straight, street racing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a Fast and Furious situation. I got it. So you're... You're in some sort of dirt zone, some sort of some sort of tube television graveyard, and there's like a '94 Nissan Sentra there, mm-hmm. and it is full on going ee-aw, 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 ee-aw. okay, like a cartoon 
bed <laughs> that a prospector is having sex on. Wait, what cartoon is that from? <laughs> old old fucks, old oh. fuck prospector. Yeah, you know, that's What's a pre-code a... cartoon. Oh, was this a Warner Brothers thing? Was this a? No, this was, was he a... part of the Woody Woodpecker family of characters? No, he he used to fuck Crazy Cat. Oh, okay, okay. So and there was a there was a brief period where he was boning down with Little Nemo. Okay, wow. yeah, that's when it was uh, Little Little Nemo in No Slumberland because mm, he's too busy fucking. Too busy fucking. Man, can't sleep because he's too busy fucking a prospector. Yeah, this car was full on. Like I said, it was like a '92 Sentra, mm-hmm. full on going, and I couldn't believe. Like as I'm walking, I'm walking down the hill towards mm-hmm. this hairpin turn where the sort of turnout is. And the whole are you time sure I'm it's like, not just like like a low rider that is doing that low rider thing? You know, you know it probably is. It's probably somebody hitting switches in that '92 Sentra. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, typically it's not a '92 Sentra that you know is made into a low rider. It's now like a Cadillac I... or it's an El Camino or something like that. Now that I think about it, it is unusual that uh that 92 Sentra had that uh apple green flake paint mm-hmm. and those pinstripes and that airbrush picture of an Aztec warrior around the hood. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you were, you know, your dirty mind right. automatically went to fucking, but it could be that this somebody just... was like warming up for one of those low rider hopping competitions. Sure. He's about to haul ass out to Alameda. Yep. And uh, impress everybody with his his cool Sentra. Yeah, I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, there were two people fucking in there. Oh, okay. So that also okay. could have been. So what part of the fucking did you did you see a butt go up in the air? Did you see some flapping jays? I saw nothing. I saw no nudity. How do you so, know it was fucking? Well, the fucking is associated with a distinctive motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a an in and out type situation. Okay. Have you ever been to In-N-Out Burger? I have. Sort of like that. Oh, yeah. I always do it animal style. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> secret menu. Um, yeah, so <laughs> there was, it was in the passenger seat. There was a dude sitting, seating in the pass, seated in the passenger seat. It was back, but not all the way back. I'm going to say it was at not even oh, so quite. So they're doing it in the passenger seat. Yeah. So he's, he's laying back. Yeah, he's just laying back, and she's going to town on him. But she's wearing a shirt. But she's wearing a shirt. No nudity. Hmm. I mean, I presume that they were nude where it counted, but right. that was underneath some. You don't other think stuff. it was just a vigorous dry hump? No. But these I are two Christian teens. I didn't want who to... are doing everything the Lord permits. I didn't want to go like check it out. You know? Yeah, I hear you. I just wanted to get past it, and I wasn't sure because like... your dogs are sensitive. Yeah. Well, my dogs, my dogs, have, their junk is cut off, so <laughs> and they're very religious. I don't want to taunt them. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But this was at. Eight thirty in the morning. Wow! On a Friday, okay. Maybe nine in the morning on a Friday. Yeah, that's impressive. That's I mean that shows dedication to car fucking. Okay, here. Okay, so I have had I had an inexplicable thing happen to me right before I got here. You were in a '92 Nissan. <laughs> Going to town on my lady. Yeah. Two dogs start a barking. Yeah. I blast harder than I've ever blasted before. <laughs> Uh, do you want to bring in our guest and then we can, uh, maybe he can help us parse out all this, all this rigmarole? Yeah. Our guest on this week's Jordan Jesse Go, an old friend of the program, uh, program. And I'm talking about, this man is like a full on Rip Van Winkle. Mm -hmm. He's over 7,000 years old or whatever. 
No. Uh, we've been friends since college. Sure. He was coming on this show when it was a play. Yeah. A play! Uh, uh, he's never trod the boards, but mm-hmm. um, he was a member of uh, uh, our improv group in college. Huge although, Robot Cock. Huge Robot Cock, a.k.a. Humor Force 5. Uh, probably one of the worst decisions I ever made was uh, he didn't get back on the team. You really didn't want me yet. in that second year. <laughs> I felt really bad about that for years afterwards. I still feel bad about that. Um, uh, he's now a writer for TechCrunch, but more importantly, the host of the podcast, R-I-Y-L. Read if you like. Sure. Uh, Brian Heater. Hi. It's a terrible name because I have to explain it to everybody. I thought the nerds all know what that is. Oh, no, well, radio station nerds do, but not, uh, the other kinds of nerds. There are many kinds. Jordan, how many kinds of nerds are there? I mean, there are over 3,000 types of nerds. In this section of California alone. Someone just sent me uh, and Jordan on Twitter a meme of uh, a super dank Sonic the Hedgehog. So there are <laughs> oh, a yeah, lot of sure. types of nerd. Yeah. I saw a lot of them uh, this week at E3. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're out here writing about it for the TechCrunch. Yeah, there's a lot of um, – you, know uh, you know the thing about not wearing the, the band's T-shirt to – the concert sure a yeah. lot of people wearing legend of zelda t-shirts <laughs> don't be that guy did not work there a lot of sonic the hedgehog shirts listen when they quick question though yeah. how, how dope was how dope was zelda's concert zelda's concert yeah and who headlined i went zelda or link i saw <laughs> i saw ray shruman last night what's that you don't know ray you're a hip-hop oh, guy ray shruman the rap duo Dermot. yeah 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 sure yeah big boy yeah Khalifa. ray shruman yeah is that it but no they have a way of pronouncing it yeah. i don't remember what it is they're extremely dank. They're very dank. Ray Schrimmer says yeah. Christian. Christian's a Christian's a, a tween, teen. There's a, there's there's a Christian. There's... Are you a teen or a tween? <laughs> Technically, he says He's both. Both, both cool. teen and tween in Twain. That's awesome. It's a, he rejects your he rejects your binary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, well, well I, I totally understand what you mean, Brian, because this is a big year for Zelda. They're they're showcasing this yeah. fucking Zelda game yeah. that, that just won't seem to come out. Yeah, it's coming out. So at some point, we played it. Yeah, I I think that you, in a year that is big on Zelda, yeah, you wear a different Nintendo character. You wear a Kirby. Yeah, you go you go. You deep. wear a you wear a Wa- Waluigi. Yeah, you. Uh, That's uh, evil Luigi. Uh, Milton's Secret Castle, maybe. Sure. Right. Yeah. Waluigi <laughs> is evil Luigi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he friends with Wario? Oh, yeah. yeah they're yeah. friends. Are they brothers? They might be brothers. I bet they are brothers. Probably I don't brothers. know the specific Mario versus lore. They're like, uh, like Bizarro Superman of Mario. Christian so. is so emphatically shaking his head. <laughs> no, they're not brothers. <laughs> Christian is like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Does he do a post show where he just I am trying to <laughs> work you. on this. I am trying to work on my super dank Waluigi. Mm-hmm. He- oh, you know what? Waluigi should be saying those nuts, though. Oh, yeah. The Kermit thing is good, but I think Waluigi... That's kind of old news. Yeah. That's classic internet. Waluigi is, you know, it's very now, very 2016. Trump, Deadpool, Waluigi. These are the three figures who will stand for 2016. Did you hear that Trump uh, is very close to making a decision as to his running mate? It's either going to be Waluigi (laughs) or Deadpool. <laughs> I mean, you got to split the ticket, sure. right? Right. <laughs> Chimichanga references bring in the Hispanic vote. Sure, yeah. Um, you want a self-aware <laughs> running mate who's always looking at the camera. Wait, can I ask you guys a serious question? Yes. Mm. Have either of you ever had sex in a car? 
Uh, yes. Define sex. Define car. <laughs> Define have, in. Have you <laughs> have you blasted in a car with another person? Yeah, I, uh, full on intercourse. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, uh, we all were in high school at some point. Sure. I didn't have a car in high school. Mm. I got a lot of my early hand jobs in a car. Uh huh. Specifically, a Toyota Previa. Ooh, that's not a, that's not just a car, my friend. Yeah, that's a miniature van. Yeah, that's see, you can you can kind of prop up the back seats. Yeah. for camping or getting jo'd. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you have to throw out all the soccer equipment before you went yeah. down? <laughs> yeah, uh, soccer, my sister's ballet stuff. Uh, did you give her orange slices after she was done? <laughs> right. Yeah. Got, to be fair, you're talking about my sex partner, yeah. not my sister. That's, yeah. <laughs> To, to, to clarify, but yes, orange slices, high C, high fives, straight to round table pizza. <laughs> you know, I think that there I is... treat I treat my ladies right afterwards. In in my neighborhood, we're going to a pizza party. In my neighborhood right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 25 percent of the motor vehicles are Toyota Previas. Yeah. When did they even stop? Ma- they stopped making Toyota Previas like 15 years ago. I think it is a yeah. I think it was like like the I think it was the you know the archetypal mom car right uh, when I was growing up. And then it became the, like, car you get if you have a big family, if you're from some sort of country where Catholicism is a thing. Right. So. Like Italy? Yeah, like Italy. Got it. You have a big old Italian family Got it. cruising around it. in a Previa. Got it. Do, do, uh, do either of you have a, a Prius or know anybody who has a Prius? Uh, I, I am a Prius driver. Do people ever um, get into your car thinking it's an Uber? It's happened to me twice. <laughs> okay. It happened to me twice in two weeks. I will come, I come to the stop sign and just feel a yank on the door. And then someone yeah. looking afraid. Do you ever want to just drive him around? I th- I've thought about it. You know, uh, I I think I've told this on the podcast before. Yeah. But the first time that happened, it was a it was a really really attractive woman. Mm. Uh, you know, dressed to go out, looking great. And I'm like, this is like, this is a 2016 meet cute. Like, this is the start of a. Is this leading back into the story about how you had sex in a car? <laughs> no, the, yeah, this is unfortunately not it. No, it was just a situation where she looked shocked. Yeah, and then turned around and yelled at the people that she was leaving that this wasn't it. This has but, definitely never happened to me. Mm-hmm. But one time, a dude who was high on crank definitely got into my car and asked me how far down this street I was going. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the original Uber. Yeah, <laughs> just dudes, just fucking wiry, scary motherfuckers, just getting in your car. How far down the road were you going? I assume very far after that happened. I took him as far as Geneva and Mission. <laughs> But I think that what I could have done was, I mean, A, I could just drive around with the doors unlocked. So the yeah. next time this happens, somebody can jump in. Right. But yeah, I mean, I can see that being a fun little plot where we get to know each other, playful misunderstanding, yeah. and then, you know, we're talking about story structure a lot on the show today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that, you know, third act comes, mm-hmm. I have to tearfully reveal to her that I have not been an Uber driver this whole time. Oh, snap. I've been faking it to get to know her. That's a betrayal. Yeah. Mm. You've been lying. The, the whole relationship is built on a lie. But it was for love. A but it was for love. Yes, I'm, I'm actually a <laughs> I've Lyft been living driver. a lie, and you I'm, pull the mustache out of it. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm with Sidecar. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry that I betrayed you, but it was for love. Anyway, what were we talking about? You saw people fucking, fucking in, in the car. car. So yeah. I saw people fucking in a car. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked you, have you guys ever had have you guys ever had oh, sex yeah. in a car as adults? Uh, yes. Uh, I had that scion for a while. Uh huh. Uh, you can kind of prop up the seats in the Scion. So, yeah. Wait, I've been seats, in that Scion. She definitely got, you... like, old Starbucks cups in her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, which seats did you put? Did you put the back seats down flat so it was a flat area in the back? Oh, I've got the, the kind Scion. that you can you can 
clip them up with a little clippy? These are okay questions, but I think the real question is, because you have a home with a bed, right? Yeah, yeah. So why did you have sex in a car? You got to mix it up, Uh, buddy. Your love life was getting stale? You don't want to bring prostitutes to your house. (laughs) Right. After 20 years of marriage, you want to mix it up You want to give it to them in the Scion. Yeah. Uh, But no, I've not had sex in the Prius. Uh, I have the Prius C. Mm -hmm. That's a compact. Which makes it a little bit... uh, Prius C is a little bit hard to give somebody the D. You can't get the, <laughs> you can't get the privacy in the yeah, right. Uh, if, Prius is a little bit if tiny. You, if you if you want to get some V, you're going to need to get one of those Prius V. <laughs> sure, yeah, exactly. Am I right? Uh huh. These uh, for Volvo. And on my yeah. birthday, I get or the V six for your seven way. <laughs> and on my my birthday, I get the Prius A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I uh, I'm open open to sex in the Prius. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, is this an open call to listeners? <laughs> yeah, if you're out there and I've ever wanted, all you to, have to do is open that door. If you're out, if you're out there and you're tiny and or flexible, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, I know it's not the most, well, you know, it's not the most sexually arousing car. It's, it's green, a, you though. Know, uh, it's a uh, oh, mine's mine's bright blue. Well, so. it's good for the environment. Yeah. Oh, it's green. You meant it's green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's I didn't it. I didn't presume to know the color of your car. Yeah. That's oh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Yes, yeah, so, so I have had some car sex. Had had some car sex as an adult. Uh, yeah, it's well, been a, it's been a real hoot. Did the car go? A little bit. Cool. Yeah. Uh, needs to be lubricated. It's gotta. You got <laughs> your penis. Yeah. <laughs> I I uh, so I was at E three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Electronic Entertainment mm, Expo. That's correct. Uh, I. So we, you know, we were, we were, we, you know, we looked at the the, the Sony's and the, and the Nintendo's and the Microsofts, and, and then like when you get to the final day, which is today, toward the end, you're, you're just looking at Zenith, you're <laughs> kind of running, you're, you're running on fumes, and uh, you you start to look at the really weird stuff. And I tried out VR porn. That was the last thing. That oh, I saw Brian, I I'm excited to hear about this. Um, Where, now this is not like on the floor yeah, next to the. Yeah, it is. Oh wow! Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like this so, is out there. So so uh, you know you, you would you would pass through the same halls like four or five times, and every time I walked past this 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 one row, there were like I would say conservatively seventy guys standing there lined up mm-hmm. waiting to try <laughs> wow. on the VR headsets. Real winners, though. It I was bet. yeah. It was was I, this the kind of virtual reality where you have like handsets and you can do moves. Or was just this is the kind where you can just look around? Yeah, it was a look aroundy kind. Well, that's a, still pretty good. It was pretty good. Well, honestly, mm. I like that. So uh, I went to South by Southwest yeah. Interactive a couple of years ago. Sure, I think I saw you there. Yeah, we did. I ran into you and uh, played a video game that involved a VR headset, yeah. the Oculus Prime. Yep, yep. and <laughs> turns uh, into a truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a pretty shitty experience, sure. frankly. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Lance Bangs was here not mm-hmm. long ago, and he's been making From uh, Cream Magazine. Yeah, so he's been making VR films, and uh, I watched a VR show of the band The Internet. You ever heard mm-hmm. this band? Great band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sid the Kid uh, performing in virtual reality, and for some reason that was way way cooler to me, where I could only look around and watch this band play. Uh, than the experience of playing a game inside the headset. Do you play video games? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that might be the disconnect. Is that if you don't, don't enjoy like video, video games, games that much. then you might not enjoy them. If they them. put Skyrim inside this shit, oh my God. Uh, I would never stop collecting lavender. All hmm. I would ever do in my entire life is collect That's lavender. That's exactly... I mean, you've tried... Have you tried the Oculus? I have. I tried an Oculus Rift a couple of years yeah. ago. And, you know, uh, 
I'm sure. I'm sure the stuff that they have at E3 this year is, you know, is better than that. Technology actually stopped in uh, 2014. Oh, so good. Okay, good. So I'm caught up. I'm edge. caught up. And I like video games and yeah. did not like it. That is not something I have ever like. You know, from the from the days of the Virtual Boy, yeah. uh, I have never wanted to put on a thing to play a video game. Do you feel like the Virtual Boy was the peak? Peak virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Speaking of evil Wario virtu- tennis. Yeah, Wario tennis. Technically, Lawnmower Man is yeah. peak, feature, very peak sure. virtual reality. Uh, yeah, I don't. And I, in general, I don't like buying an extra thing to play a video game. I think you sit on your couch and you play it on your TV. Said with a the guy who had Robbie the Nintendo robot. I did have Rob the video robot, and I have had accessories before. I've had DK bongos, which I enjoy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which you hit to make Donkey Kong run and flip. You were obsessed with DK bongos. DK bongos were. Cool. You were completely obsessed with DK. Do you have sure. any uh, uh, Guitar Hero instruments? Uh, I have played Guitar Hero. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, fun while it lasts. Mm-hmm. But I think these things have a, you know, they've, they've got a limited they've, shelf They've life. got a novelty cutoff point. I, th- I, I would argue that a virtual reality headset perhaps has more usage than a pair of interactive yeah. bongos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. What does DK do in virtual reality world? Tell <laughs> yeah. me a little bit about How can DK I be, a, be a part of the DK yeah, I crew? Do you be, I mean, you could be the one throwing the barrels down on uh, the, uh, oh, the plumber. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you were just looking around inside the pornography film? Uh, no, it... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to. What, what, what's the uh, age rating on this program? Adult. Okay. Adults. Adults uh, only. So it's well, and also teen plus tweens. <laughs> yeah, I say thirty-four and up. Yeah, <laughs> roughly. Uh, so the the the, the mean it's age a, no, you of can, this room, Brian. You can describe. You can describe okay. the VR fucking in as <laughs> as graphic, graphic a detail. detail as you wish. Uh, so it's POV, which is point of view. Mm-hmm. Brian, can I ask you a question? Sure. POV, PNV. Have you ever heard of the band Steely Jesse, Dan? Jesse. Okay. P-O-V-P-N-V. Yeah, awesome. Okay, continue. Uh, have you heard of the band Steely Dan? They were named after a dildo. That's about our demographic. Okay. So. <laughs> bands, bands named after dildos? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's P-O-V, which is point of view. Um, so you are the sex man. All right, I'm getting into position. If yeah, you, you are. You're just playing out. What's happening here. Um, so uh, so I, I've got the helmet on, and what I'm seeing is... Uh, I mean, think about a point of view video and think about what would be in the so center of your eyesight is, all the so time. So this is just a penis shame video. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> this is a product that is designed to make you look at your penis, see a penis dramatically oh, so can, more impressive than yours. You can look down and see a monster dong. That's all you can look at. Whoa! That's that's all you can look at is, is, is it's, 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 it's about the penis and it's about what happens to the penis. Wow. Um, so I, I mean, no, I want to... Yeah. You're, I mean, you're I'm, being you're being delicate with this. Sure. I want you to not be delicate with it. Say exactly. So you're looking around. You got a big dong. Yeah. Well, are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you your own race? I I I, I assume that you can. I, I think there are different videos. Okay. Uh, there there are interesting. I, I, I was talking to the the guy who worked there, and you know, he was saying. I don't know how this kind of sounds like bullshit to me, but he was saying, oh, yeah, you know, I'm... I'm he was saying, yeah, I'm happy with my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was a nice guy. Uh, he was saying that he's like, oh, I... I because you can, you can go as a man or a woman. Okay. So you can fuck or be fucked. Cool. So he was saying that, like, he's like, oh, I finally understand what it's like to be a woman and just have that disgusting thing. Oh wow! So he my... he he decided to try it the other yeah, way. Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. 
That's nice. You can get the other perspective. Yeah, he just like, said. all you be a little more empathetic. We're having a casual conversation, and he said, oh, yeah, I just got fucked in the ass for the first time. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so while you are, while you are, okay, so there's, so in your one that you did, yep. there's a lady there. Yeah, a couple. A couple of couple ladies. ladies. Many, two ladies? Uh, there were a few demos. There was two, three. Oh, there was uh, my my favorite was the second one where uh, a woman comes by, uh, like you know, a, a very bussy, but I guess she's supposed to be like a house cleaner. And she goes, she goes, oh, is this your first time using the dick and ball washing service? <laughs> and then she proceeds to wash your dick and balls. Oh wait, okay. I guess I also don't know this. Are these are these polygon women or are these? No, this is all women? real. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence, hence the the lack of interactivity. But it's just it's like it's just watching porn, but you're. It's you're in it and it's inside of you. Wow! It, it'll never leave you. And and there's not. I I have seen uh, I have seen videos of similar. I noticed that Jesse is really silent during this conversation. I have seen videos of similar technology, usually from Japan. Yeah. That have a attachment that you fuck. I, I this didn't have that. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, I, I imagine that's not something you want to do. That would be inconvenient on the floor of the Electronic Entertainment sure. Expo, entertaining though it might be. Right. <laughs> I did go to the AVN show a few years, uh, which is the adult video. News. Have you been? Did, the, did your we did? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did a. Uh, it seems when right I was, in your wheelhouse. Yeah, when I was doing uh, remotes for Fuel TV, we yep. went to the AVN Expo one year. Did you go to the uh, the award ceremony? We did not. We just went to the like convention floor and yeah. looked at all the new uh, uh, dildos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, jizz receptacles. Yep. yep. Uh, and pornography. That's a movies. mean thing to call women. I was talking about fleshlights well, okay. and the like, Brian. Yep. I respect women, including adult performers. <laughs> I think they provide a valuable service, and they're wonderful entertainers. Yeah. Yep. So there. I actually I went to the award show and I got I like I I I, I think that I've got a. A, a pretty strong stomach, but I got physically ill watching it. It was just, just really upsetting. But Fat Mike was sitting right in front of me. Oh, cool. That was cool. Neat. Celebrity sighting. Sure. Yeah. What about Smelly? Was Smelly there? No, no, just Fat Mike and his uh, porn star girlfriend. Oh, cool. Yeah. Smelly's my new favorite member of Nelfax. <laughs> Is he new? Uh, no, he's. Okay. but I didn't like him until I read there. I've been an El Jefe fan. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're all great. <laughs> okay. Love them all. Who's your favorite member of Nelfax, <laughs> Jesse? Uh... I don't know. I guess Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, <Seeing> that. <laughs> yeah, LP. <laughs> um. So what? What about the? What about the adult awards? Made you queasy? Uh, they had a. I was good for about twenty minutes, and then they had God. What was it called? This was a few years ago. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was um, the Wheel of Dicks. Yeah, which was just guys sitting like under a wheel and the. I, I don't know the physics of it, but I I had to I had to go. Was this like a wheel of fortune to where yeah, yeah. a dick was the yeah, pointer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, the dick was uh, I guess the uh, the prize. Wait, so so I can you I you I was can, some sort of can sit and sit and spin situation. Someone. So the dicks were so the were wheel the was doing? parallel to the ground. I, 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 and I, God, were I wish it and the dicks were flipping through. What it I'm imagining. If you're at what work, I'm imagining. Google wheel of dicks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on. What I'm imagining yeah. is a wheel of fortune wheel uh-huh. turned on its side. Right. Yeah. So it's parallel to the ground rather than perpendicular to the ground. No, no. Wheel of fortune is, is parallel to the ground. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. The, not so, the, yeah. Board. So it's, it's, it's sitting up to where if you were in a not a theater audience, you could see all the prize right. notches. Yeah. And there's a man laying down with an erect penis. Yeah. And they spin the wheel, the... and the prize you get depends on where the boner points to. That's what I'm imagining. That's, that's pretty. Is that it? Close. I don't know how much of this I made up. 
<laughs> Did you take shrooms before you went to it? <laughs> I, it's I, it, it's just it's just, it's one of it's like the murder hotel we were talking about earlier. It's just sure. one of those things that just kind of haunts you. So yeah, I uh, I mean obviously different strokes for different yeah. folks, Brian. This wheel of dicks sounds kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if it's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm out on this yeah. dick wheel. Yeah. I'm getting kind of Brian Heater upset yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so so you tried the VR porn. Yep. Uh I mean obviously hard to be totally lost in the fantasy when you're in a convention center surrounded by guys with lanyards. But is it something that Unless that's your fantasy. Sure, yeah. Well, then take off the headset <laughs> yeah. and look around you. Drink it in. Oh. Drink it in. Uh, is it something that you would use for pornography purposes? Did it make it was – it, was it better than just flipping on the old laptop? There's, like let's say, yeah. Brian, mm-hmm. that you bought the headset yep. to play Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it just so happened that there was adult films available inside the headset. So like you're staying in a hotel and yeah, you jack into the in, jack into the net. Maybe uh, let's say you're flipping through HBO Go. There, there's, there's a late night tab. Yeah, there's a weird uh, uh, any anything that you play in virtual reality, uh, you risk this sense of like of nausea. Uh huh. It's really it, there's this really weird. It's it's kind of like um, you know like the reason you get seasick or car sick is because. Uh, like the thing that your brain is processing and the thing your eyes are seeing are very different mm-hmm. and it makes you sick. So, you know, when you're trying on a lot of VR headsets, that happens. There's already this level of nausea and then that, and that added on top of it. Sure. It's going to take some getting used to at the very least. So from now on, you will associate be- having your dick and balls washed with a feeling of nausea. <laughs> That's right. I don't think I'll ever be able to get an erection again unless I... In the specific situation of when you're using the dick and balls washing service. I actually had the thought. I was like – I was wondering if there is actually a dick and ball washing service. (laughs) It's not technically against the law, is it? I mean if it's just for like a cleanliness thing. I don't know. I mean I think it probably depends what state you're in. Yeah. Maybe you got some foreskin. Sure. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. I think so. Yeah. I think that's the – yeah. I think that's the the idiom that we should be using. Uh, When I – so I – you know, as they're announcing all this VR stuff, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it for for a long time in like the video game world, they're like VR's next, VR's next, it's going to happen. My kind of feeling about it has always been, ah, eh, no fucking way. This is yep. another Tony Hawk board. This is another Dance Dance Revolution. It'll be kind of cool for a while, but then I'll just you know, yep. go under the bed next to the fucking. Wait, there was a board for Tony Hawk. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a skateboard that you had for a while. Oh. Where you put it in your room. And you did little flips on it. Oh wow! And the guy did flips. Uh, yeah, kind of fun, but you know, gets a little old after right. a while. It's. A, I mean, it's a. It's. It's certainly a lot more versatile. Yeah. Sure. Many more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like. Like somewhere in between, you know, a Tony Hawk board, and, you know, uh, something that you would use a lot. Yeah. I may. I, I don't may, have an other end to this analogy. I, I interviewed the the, uh, the the co-founders of Oculus, and I made the mistake of making a 3D TV. Oh, reference. sure. They shut that down immediately. So, like, no. No. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but this year when I was just kind of poking around looking at all the videos from E3, I'm like, shit, some of this VR shit looks cool. Like I, for the first time I was like, I would be bummed to not play that 
I, the, I would consider buying a thing yeah. if these games all look this cool. Anyway, I, I had I had the experience. I, I was I was at CES in January, which is the big consumer mm-hmm. electronics show, and I, I was I, I talked to some people afterwards, and they're like, "Yeah, we saw you, and didn't we? We didn't want to talk to you because you like you were like dead to the world." Uh, so I was like, the last day, I was completely brain dead. I walked up to the HTC booth and I put the headset on, and then like a blue whale swam by, and mm-hmm. I was completely sold. I'm not even a gamer, and I'm seriously considering, you know, buying a headset and some kind of console. I have a friend who likes to watch movies on his VR headset mm-hmm. in a thing where it's like you put the movie into it, and then it's like you're sitting in a movie theater, yep. and the movie's on a 2D screen, but you can see, like, people around you or seats around you or whatever, or you could sit where you want, and you look up at the screen. That's strange. Yeah, but kind of amazing, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's totally, yeah. Uh, well, yes. I, his name is the Lawnmower Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is he friends with Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, Dale Lawnmowerman. <laughs> I, I went. I went to. Uh, I went to a, 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 a HP event, mm-hmm. and they were showing. They were showing up some of the virtual reality stuff. Now, this is that. Uh, this is an event dedicated to that sauce they put on everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a, a, you know, and, they, and they, were, they were showing like like a bow and arrow video game, and a guy came up and asked if they could change it to an office simulator. Okay, that's what he wanted to try. The bow out. and arrow was too exciting. I mean, I think that I think that's like the the, the, the whole like sitting in a movie theater thing. It's like if you're going to simulate something, maybe make it something that you couldn't like drive sure. a block and do. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could be sitting in a movie theater, you know, in the forest world of not yeah, yeah, yeah. from Avatar. Yeah, see what their movie theaters <laughs> are like. They're probably boring. Gives you a headache. <laughs> um, yeah. So I yeah I for the first time looking at all this VR stuff was like. Kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe this is a thing. I mean, I'm already embarrassed at having video game shit around the house. <laughs> like, it's not, you know, not the not the coolest thing to have laying around. But also, you know, adding a headset onto that is a little bit more embarrassing. Well, here's a beautiful thing. Please. Buy a headset. You never have to leave the house. No one ever has to come over. Oh, They'll cool. never know your secret shame. Yes. Yeah. I can stop having people <laughs> over. Correct. Uh, Brian, we should explain that Brian's uh, column on TechCrunch is called Hiding Your Secret Shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's also the name of my column on TechCrunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Carrie, close your eyes. Okay. In the future, when I utter the word canceled, everything which I have said to you while you are in a therapy session will have no force with you. Let's go to the earliest moment of pain or discomfort. Uh, no, I don't think I want to do Scientology auditing. I understand. The only way is through. I don't really like Scientology, Ross. That's too bad, because we have a show called Oh No, Ross and Carrie. If people are going to learn all about Scientology, I'm afraid you're going to have to go through the auditing process. Is it going to be just like this? Yep, for like five hours at a time. Why did we start making a show? We're masochists. Oh, okay. Cancelled. It's Jordan, Jesse Gum. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. I'm Brian Heater holding a tall Americano. I don't think the audience really likes it when you're bragging. He's painting a picture. Ooh, dude, I got a tall. I can afford a tall. I got TechCrunch money. It's a very visual medium. (laughs) Hey, I'm with uh, TechCrunch. Can you upgrade my My my, grande to a tall? Could you give me a tall, please? It's evening. (laughs) Could you give me a tall? Uh, Uh... 
Do you guys want to hear about the inexplicable thing that happened to me? Yeah. Right before I got here. Uh-huh. Uh, well, uh, so I had a, a drove over from work. Yeah. Traffic was my friend. I had a little free time. Mm-hmm. Got myself a boba. Hmm. Bubble nice. Tea. They still have those? Boba's back. Really? Boba I think, never went away. Uh, you know, I think... Depends I think, on what neighborhood I think, you're in. I think Koreatown seems to be in the middle of a second or maybe mm-hmm. third boba renaissance. That's great. Boba's a ton of fun. Boba's a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, got a nice jasmine tea. Get a oh, big straw. Nice. Big old straw. Yeah. You go like... Yeah, got it. I'm sure the people who hate it when we eat on mic love us imitating boba noises. Do you think it's like an ASMR thing? There are people who just listen for the uh, boba drinking sounds? Well, uh, yeah, maybe if they are out there, we'll just take a little little minute to do a segment for them. Um, If this is... um... All the, I'm speaking to the Boba fans out there. Hi, this is Jordan Jesse Go Boba Edition. I'm folding a towel. Oof. And I'm Oof. sucking Boba's. Big old straw. Comb. 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 Huh? Folding a towel. Doze nuts. Doze nuts. <laughs> Those nuts, though. Those nuts, though. Okay, I think okay great, great. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. You could just loop that. Yeah, just loop that. I know, uh, yeah, I, know you, that. I know you people like it, like those long, so you can mm. fall asleep to them. So just, mm. yeah, just loop that. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, so I have, we're having a boba. Having yeah. a boba. Yeah. Having a little stroll around. Yeah. You weren't driving and bobaing. No, I'm not. I'm not a, please, I'm not a monster. <laughs> yeah. Plus, there's, there's uh, checkpoints. Yeah. <laughs> you get pulled over. Yeah. They shine a little light in your eyes and see if. They look like bobas because that's what my eyes turn into when I see a delicious boba. Mm-hmm. Cha-ching. Whenever I see a delicious boba, you know what I actually see? Like in my mind's mm. eye? Uh, like a big roast turkey. Yeah. favorite <laughs> things on its legs. <laughs> um, so I'm having this boba and I'm walking around. There's like, a, there's like a little area where there's like a metro stop and it's kind of surrounded by like little shops and stuff. Oh, sure. And it has a giant... Uh, uh, it's got a giant mural of a finger on a bowl. Oh, I don't know if I saw that mural. Well, you'll see it next time. I missed out. Yeah. So there's about a lot of little kids running around having a nice time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just kind of ambling around enjoying this boba, and, and I feel something hit me, and it's a- Is it a giant boba? It's not a giant boba. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was a handful of sand. What? <laughs> this kid had thrown a handful of sand- at a pigeon. It wasn't a Tuscan Raider? Missed and hit me. It was a small child. <laughs> There's no sand in this place. This is a concrete area. Do you think he crushed his own rocks? I think he brought it from home. I think he brought sand from home or the playground to hurl at pigeons. Yeah, sure. At well, you got to plan ahead. Stop. You can't expect that when you see the pigeons, there's going to be sand on hand in yeah. the environment. You've got to be you, prepared. Do you think it's like how you like keep a, a snowball in your freezer? Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of like that. Yeah. Like maybe he was at the beach. He stuffed his shorts. <laughs> and it's like the next time I see one of those fucking pigeons, <laughs> I'm going to let fly. You know what pigeons hate? Sand. <laughs> yeah. They're not like the seagull. And I got in the way. Did any of it get down your shirt? Uh, no. It was, yeah. I'm, you know, it was not a, it was not a hearty douching. You're going to be cleaning it out of your shoes for months. No, so. no. I think I'm fine. I'm, I'm sand free at the <laughs> moment. My kids said a darndest thing recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, both my kids were sick yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Sand flu? Yeah, exactly. The sand was flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sandworms. Uh, both my kids were sick and my son, Simon, my older son, 
uh, threw up and it was just a total disaster. Like mm-hmm. he was crying and stuff. One thing about little kids is when they throw up, they haven't quite like figured out the connection between throw up feelings and throwing up. Mm-hmm. And then when they throw up, they don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Like it's really upsetting to them because it's just from another world. It doesn't stop being upsetting. That's true. But, you know, I think at some point it could have a, a like a almost satiating feeling. Sure, you get like the poison a, out. Yeah. yeah. You know what uh, What I learned when I went to the Pompeii exhibit? What's that? Uh, when the volcano was exploding. Vesuvius. Yeah, that's the one. The Pompeii people had no word for volcano. To- Didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Holy shit. They're yeah. just like, well, it's the end. <laughs> the gods are angry. I don't know what to call this. Anyway. Holy mackerel. So. Mm. Wow. So your kids are your kids are chucking beans. Yeah. So my so my son Simon threw up. That's what I call chucking beans. And then like an hour or two later, my son Oscar threw up. Mm-hmm. He's two and a half, mm-hmm. and he really was upset. Like he genuinely does not understand what it is to throw up, and like he was he was in tears, and it was just really brutal. And then. Maybe four or five minutes after he threw up, maybe even three or four minutes after he mm-hmm. threw up, he collected himself completely, just a full turnaround, uh, looked at me, and he said, oh, I throwed up like Simon. That's silly. Ah, That's <laughs> so, nice. Mm. Isn't that sweet? It sounds like they're they're... They're growing up into two fine young party animals. Absolutely. Just two silly goofballs barfing all over town. (laughs) Did you make them high five? You should have. Yeah, I I missed the opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know? It'll come again. Well, we'll see. You got to, like, teach your kids to rage. I know. And teach teach my kids to give each other dap. Oh, what's that? I don't know what that is. Oh, that's like your uh, more complicated high fives and handshakes. Oh, cool. It's a dab. Yeah, they got a dab. Are you going to teach them to dab? Come on, haven't you heard this? Haven't you heard this? Uh, <laughs> haven't you heard this uh, Chance the Rapper song where um, uh, Two Chains goes, uh, "I I Captain, I'm high Captain, so high Captain, me and God dapping." <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> you can really rely. You can really rely, rely on two chains to come up with a dumb, amazing thing to say <laughs> in pretty much every verse. I like the idea of being so high that you have some sort of experience with God. I think that's a good. I one. know, that, but can you imagine just that? God, that God is just doing a special high five with you or a special handshake. That's pretty How cool. How else would you get into heaven? Just giving you a pound. Yeah. If you don't know, it's yeah. straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the little door opens up. <laughs> like the masons up there. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Okay. So. Brian, you also yep. mentioned that uh, you alluded briefly to mm. going to a murder hotel. Yeah, this was not for work. No, no, okay. that was for pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was I was in the uh, uh, I, I was I was in the downtown area, and for some reason, I knew for a fact that the murder hotel was not far from the bar that we were at. Okay, uh, uh, it, it, it's uh, what is it called now? I can't it. it but uh, apparently two serial killers have stayed there. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Mm. Can't remember the name of the other guy. Have stayed there just in the just in general, just like while yeah. they were at a convention or going yeah, to yeah, Disneyland yeah. or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Not That's while right. they were murdering? No. Mm. I think they might have taken a vacation. Did they just do a survey of all the guest logs yeah. of hotels to find out which one had the most serial killer guests? I think that when you are, uh, murder a lot of people, maybe they go back and check the paper trail. But I mean, like, historical? So you're saying they stayed there while they were murdering? 
Or do they just check all the hotels that you've stayed in over the course of your life? I think that's right. Okay, got it. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, the, there, there was uh, a couple of years back, there were uh, there were guests that, that were drinking water out of the tap, and it tasted funny. And they found out, that, and the pressure was low, and they found out it was because a woman had somehow managed to sneak into the water tank and died there. Oh, so my. Jordan and I were speculating that the taste was one of two things. It was either... Uh, decomposition, yep. or her bowels had evacuated. Gee whiz! Probably a little bit, of, a little bit of everything. Yep. Probably Gee a cocktail. Whiz. So we went to we went to the murder hotel and we tried to because there's famous footage of her being crazy in the elevator and we wanted to go into the elevator. But th- they now have a security guard. Spitz. I think they did a an American Horror Story episode. So now there's a security guard who stands there and stops you. Oh, from stops looking being a tourist <clears throat> in the in the elevator. Stops A H M heads. That's right. A H AHS, ASMR. ASMR heads. <laughs> AHS fans. We're going up in the elevator right now. Oh, this, this is where the This is where the water is. This is terrifying, but also slightly campy. Okay. Um, do you do this a lot? Do you go to famous, like, haunted No, no, no. Sites? I just knew I was by this murder hotel. Okay. I, I've been thinking a lot about the murder hotel. Sure. There's, there's footage in there, and, and it's sort of like VR porn that once you watch it, it kind of stays with you. Oh, okay. And also, it's extremely erotic. Okay. <laughs> so there's two things and in also, common. also, while you watch it, you have an enormous giant <laughs> That's right. So you did not really enjoy the VR porn. You didn't enjoy Wheel of Dicks. Nope. But this security cam footage. Yeah. That was the stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I have never been... I've never been like a murder head. This is such a good murder town, too. Oh yeah, lots you of fun. You got your black yeah. dahlias. You got your uh, your Mansons. Yeah, I kind of even wish I was a murder head yeah. because they really do seem to have fun with the you know visiting of the place of horrors. There's, like the Star Tour, they have the Star Tour, but for places where people were yeah, being yeah, murdered. Yeah, right. Um, I did the first time I ever really, really enjoyed a murder thing, mm. like a true crime thing. Was well, I were you murdering somebody? <laughs> when, it was, when I was th- throttling it's like the VR, life out of a you director. have to experience it. Yeah, exactly. Got to get your hands dirty. Yeah. Uh, I listened to that. Um, I forget how many parts is it, but the uh, the series that um, oh gosh, making of a murder. No, uh, what's the... that? It's the podcast. Karina Longworth hosts it. You must remember this. That's the oh, name. You must remember this. Yeah. So uh, I listened to their still a kiss. That's the one. Yep. Uh, I listened to their Manson mm. expose mm-hmm. just because it was you know recommended to me constantly. Right. And I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really like this sort of thing, but I'll give it a shot. And yeah. it was just Man, Karina Longworth's a peach. She is terrific. Still listen to the show. Uh, big old recommendation. Great program. Uh, but yeah, I loved the Manson stuff. Uh, and I have, and it, and they mentioned a couple of like restaurants that they went to on the rampage. Mm. I have since been back to those restaurants <laughs> just because I remembered them <laughs> from the podcast as being part of the rampage. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, Popeyes. Popeyes. Uh, <laughs> El Coyote. Uh huh. On Melrose. Oh, that's where my theater teacher likes to hold the. Uh, that's where my theater teacher likes to hold the alumni uh, lunch. Once, oh, okay. Once a year in Los Angeles. Uh, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then the Denny's by the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> One of these things definitely has real murder overtones to it. Yeah, well, they're both a little bit murdery. Denny's by the freeway, though. Yeah, in I Los think, Angeles. I think that was just a convenience thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, pretty solid Denny's. It's got the new '50s theme. There's a new. There's a '50s theme. I, you know, I think I think they have retroactively, or I think they've retrofitted all the Denny's yeah. to be more retro now. I think instead of just being a, 
just a generic dump. dump. <laughs> like it's now it's a slightly themed generic yeah. dump. Now it's a generic dump from 1985. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> they just got some old shit that was left over when Johnny Rockets went out of business. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, they cleaned up after Johnny Rockets after the after the rubies burned down. <laughs> so yeah, that is the Denny's vibe these days. So 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 the 50s being 30 years before the 80s mm-hmm. and, and the 80s being the height probably of 50s nostalgia, sure. I, would, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, sure. So 30 years ago, So the, we're having the 80s. Re- they're having recursive nostalgia. Yeah. They're having nostalgia nostalgia. Yeah. But but no 80s no eighties diners. As as in Back to the Future 2? Wasn't that the 80s? No, oh, yeah. Diner? Right. They go all go to the yeah. 80s diner. What's going on in the 80s diner? So uh, he Ronald plays – yeah, he plays uh, some – NES game. He plays a Wild West game that ties into yeah. the third Back to the Future. It's a little bit of foreshadowing. Gunfight. Yeah. And then he she, he wins this game, mm-hmm. and then the kids who are watching him are like, ah, oh, that's a baby toy. you got to yeah. play with your hands. Kind of implying yeah. that kids these day, kids in that time played with their minds, I guess. There's a lot of uh, kids yelling at him for doing baby things. <laughs> yeah. Because she, she says that about the hoverboard as well. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's constantly being mocked by children in that movie. In the future, people play video games with their dicks. What? <laughs> Dwick? Yeah, there you go. Uh, so what was the uh, – so you did VR porn. Yep. You did VR video games. Yep. What was the What was the most impressive non-headset thing that you did while God, you God, it was there? all headset stuff. Was it all headset yeah, it stuff? Was, it was like 95% headset stuff. Interesting. Um, what was the most comfortable headset? That's what, that's what kind of – my wife and I have gotten really into headsets. <laughs> <laughs> Role-playing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, plays mostly Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> the Oculus is comfortable. Okay. So what, so what are the big headsets? So there's the you Oculus. Got, there's you the, got the Rift. You got the Vive. Yeah, Samsung Vive. Gear. Yeah, it's a, a lower end, but uh, – What about a uh, cardboard box in the you got You could get it. You could put it in a cardboard <laughs> a box. Google Cardboard. Get yeah. that on the – you know they have those on the back of Happy Meals now. Really? Yeah. I, I got that thing. I got that. Yeah. That's what I watched that thing that Lance Bangs showed me yeah, on. Yeah, you're, you're in it. Yeah. You're you're living in the future like the rest of us. You got it. Yeah. I know Max Headroom. <laughs> Personal friend. Do you think that the <laughs> VR experience is better when it smells like fries? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine at a Denny, so it just smells <laughs> like sadness. <laughs> and oh. the and, uh, the 50s. Yeah. yeah. A 50s tinted sadness. <laughs> so racism. Yeah. Racism-related sadness. Uh... Did you try the PlayStation one? Yeah, it's well, fine. Okay, it's fine. Not not heads and tails above the other ones. No, I, mean, so I think like, if I were to get one, that would be the one I would want to get. Uh yeah, I would say I'd say the 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 Vive or the Oculus Rift. Okay. Do they have one for Xbox 360? Yeah, they're all going to be compatible. I mean, oh great, for everything's going to be compatible yeah, with Xbox fine. 360. Jordan, <laughs> I don't have to worry yeah, about it. sure. You could play um, Red Dead Redemption on it. Yeah, you got it. Sure, absolutely. I got that. I got bored of it pretty quick. You have some thoughts on Red Dead Redemption, Brian. I've never, I have never played it. I've never played it either. I don't know. Was that your game? Uh, no, I, I did have that for a while, and I did get bored of it real fast. you got to go so far on your fucking horse to do anything. But you're not – I mean, you're not a gamer, but you bought an Xbox? No, I got an Xbox. I play yeah. video games sometimes. Okay. I don't have – I don't have an Xbox One. I only got Xbox 360. Do you feel like you can't play video games when your children are around? I can't play video games since I've had children because yeah. I just don't have time to fucking play a video game. I barely have time to watch a sitcom. Come on, Brian. 
You should help me out. Shoot me. You should get them. You should. Uh, you can uh, kill two birds with one stone if you just get the Friends video game. Yeah, yeah. True. Chandler's Revenge. Kills his children. Was that what that was? It. No, I'm just saying okay. there's a Friends tie-in. Kill his children. Where did you get that, Brian? Where did you get Kill His Children from? You should play the yeah. Friends video game. Chandler's Revenge is this form of dysentery that I got <laughs> one time when I ate lunch at a cafe in New York. Sure. Central Perk. Oh yeah, you got a bad case of diarrhea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I I can imagine. I've uh, from what I hear from new parents, the like, you know, you have to discard frivolities one by one, and yeah. video games are always pretty pretty early on the list of things to go. I had when we only had one kid. That's when I had Skyrim, and mm-hmm. I did obsess over Skyrim. Like I got completely obsessed with Skyrim. But with two, it's like there's no time when there's no time when you just leave. Like I get one time a week to go do something myself. So that time is Sundays before noon. So Sundays before noon, I go. Sure. To the, so, you, so you wake I up at to, 4 a.m. I go to the, <laughs> I just don't go to sleep, Jordan. Oh, okay. I, I'm still partying from Saturday night. Cool, man. Up until about 1130. Then I hit Denny's. Cool. Great. I, I like the theme. And uh, then I'm back home. I go to the flea market on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only time that I'm doing anything that isn't work or childcare related. Do you think that, that? Do you think that video games could potentially be a source of bonding with your children when they're a little bit older? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm wor- I want to like I got to figure out because my son plays a little bit of computer games mm-hmm. on the computer at his preschool, like and. A- like a number munchers or yeah. leisure suit Larry, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> got an old Amiga yeah. in the land of the lounge a little lizard. Condom yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he mostly he mostly plays. Yeah, he's, he's got an Amiga. We got he's got an Amiga at work, so it's mostly Loom. Oh, he's okay. Playing a lot of Loom, sure. a lot of Secret of Monkey Island. Yeah. Uh, and my friend Jody's dad had an Amiga. Um, but no, I, I think he's interested in it. I don't know if there's such a thing as a good video game for a four-year-old to play, but I can see there being a good video game for a seven-year-old to play or something. Are, are you? Are you? I mean, are you? Are you conscious about limiting their screen time? Yeah, we're okay about that. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're not like obsessed with it, but um, especially now that we got two, it makes it a little more complicated. It just see, uh, you know, I see, I see a lot of uh, parents at public, and they just they put a tablet in their children's. Yeah, we try not to. We try not to do that. Yeah. Yeah, unless things are unless things are really desperate, then there's a thing where you can draw little pictures on the phone. Mm-hmm. We'll let him draw pictures with his finger. You just hand him. You guys hand him an encyclopedia, right? Yeah. Here's well, here's T or a copy of Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> sure, that helps his reasoning skills. That's as good as an encyclopedia. Yeah, that's nice. You can learn anything from Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if if like what a because like when you were our age, like. You know, video games weren't just in your face. You had to get them. Yeah, you now, had to go through some shit. To now, get all, did you say when you were our age? When we were, when we were kids. Yeah, Jesse, when you were a thirty-four-year-old, like yeah. Jordan, <laughs> you understood what I was saying. Uh, a year ago, when, yeah, when we were uh, when we were kids, like you had to like get a video game. Yeah, you know? and I didn't get video games in my house. I would play them at my friend Jody's house. You didn't but have I, a, yeah. I antenna? didn't have one until I bought one for myself. With money that I had saved from like Christmases, I bought a Genesis, and that was when I was maybe in seventh grade. Did you have any friends with a Neo Geo? No, uh, uh, kids? yeah, that was uh, yeah. yeah, that was the site. That was the uh, the sign that the uh, parents were doing all right when you had that eight hundred dollar Neo Geo. Yeah, that was pretty out of control. I did know one kid who had uh, 
Sega Master System mm. and a Super NES and uh, a Turbo Graphics. Multi-console household. Yeah. And he eventually got a Genesis, too. But now all things have video games on them. Yeah. Like everything you buy, you can just put a video game on it. Yeah. So, they yeah. They come with Happy Meals now. Yeah, sure. You just yeah, you just get a copy of Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I wonder if... I got Riven, the sequel to Myst. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit, man. You gotta take that back. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I wonder how, what what a young kid's relationship to video games will be like when he's eight or nine. It won't be like a mind-blowing thing. It'll just be like, oh, here's another one of these, you know? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I would like to – there's got to be like – you know how they got those artsy video games for grown-ups? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and stick them stick with those, you know? That's how yeah. he's going to learn him some culture? Not like the ones for grown-ups, but just like they got to have a kid version of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just a boring video game. Like, I just wanted to play <laughs> boring video games. The thing about children is their definition of what is boring is kind of set by what's around them. Mm-hmm. So, like, until my kid saw Paw Patrol, he didn't know that he shouldn't just watch Mr. Rogers. Like, we were just watching Mr. Rogers. Now, Mr. Rogers is pretty fucking boring. It's great. It's mm-hmm. a, literally, literally might be the greatest single television show ever. But it's kind of boring. Paw Patrol is not boring what at all. What is Paw Patrol? It's about Do you know a, what Paw Patrol is? Uh, just from hearing Jeff talk about, about it. it. It's, about yeah, it's a, a rescue of, dog show. Oh. Yeah, Canadian dogs that have <laughs> powers and backpacks yeah, and yeah. vehicles. And uh, so anyway, Paw Patrol is a pile of garbage. Uh, and uh, but he th- but it's more exciting than mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers, and so now maybe Mr. Rogers to him seems boring. So I feel like I got to focus on giving him boring artsy video games, like that one where you're in a fire station. Have you heard oh, of Firewatch. Yeah, there you the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You watch Fire. Yeah, it's supposed to be amazing. It's kind of like the new Mist. <laughs> yeah, you got it. So but I want to give him that shit. But what, that plus, yeah. the equation should be that plus Reader Rabbit. Okay. What about a, like a Carmen Sandiego? Is that still going concerned? I figure they got to still have Carmen Sandiego. There's got to be, there's there, gotta right? be a new, yeah. Somebody's got to I mean, stop the Liberty Bell from being stolen. Maybe sure. that's just because I'm an ace detective. Yeah. Right. So I've got a little skin in the game. Mm-hmm. you got to maintain that rank. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's got to be. You've caught a vile henchman or two. <laughs> you got it. Um, nope, had a thought. It's gone. Anyways, something about Carmen San Diego, I guess. Oh, was it something about how? Did you guys one time like the highlight of my childhood was one time I was at. I don't know. I guess a baseball card convention. Sure. And uh, the people from Interactive TV were there. Do you uh-huh. remember this? It was like a box you plugged into your TV mm. with buttons on it's it. It's not, because I know there was one from the 70s where, 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 where they played video games and you yelled at them what to do. Oh, Have no. you seen that before? No, uh-uh. It was like a local TV thing and they're playing it on screen and kids call in and like tell them like what buttons to press. Oh, weird. Which like is problematic because there's a, a delay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. This, anyway. is like, this is like a 1990, okay. 1992 situation. So it would have been like on a CD-ROM. Yeah, but you could play along to you could play along to uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. I fucking kicked the ass yeah. of every person on that television, and then I was like, "Damn it! How the fuck do I get on there mm. and win whatever it is that they get, which is probably like a fifty dollars college scholarship?" <laughs> but like, if you do really well, they don't they don't call your house uh. to come on the game. That a, would be amazing. A brochure for Space Camp. I know. <laughs> Consider Space Camp. When you were a kid, didn't you just assume that like people were constantly scouting you for greatness? 
No, no. but that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that part of your paranoid schizophrenia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were just a lot of weirdos following me, maybe. You got that positive paranoid <laughs> yeah. schizophrenia. You know, it's, it's, you talk about boring games for kids. Yeah. The I don't know how popular it still is with the kids. I think it probably is still very popular. Uh, Minecraft, that is yeah, yeah. boring, that is huge. wandery, pastoral shit yep. that I I do not want to play for more than two minutes. You know what I think the appeal is? Hmm. The terrible graphics. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, so yeah, I mean, I when you were saying boring games for kids, I'm like, huh, I don't know what a kid, is there a boring game for a kid? Yeah, there totally is. Yeah. It's Minecraft. What do kids like about it? I don't know. You build know. things. It's kind of like Legos without having to I get, Yeah, I guess it's just the exact – it yeah. is – they just did a the perfect job of simulating Legos, <laughs> but then something you can do on an iPad when your mom wants you to quiet down at a restaurant. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I am constantly blown away by how – how nothing that game is, but how didn't Microsoft buy that for like half a billion dollars? Yeah, 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 yeah. some yeah, crazy amount of money. Show, yeah, um, it's not quite LinkedIn money, but no, no, no. It, it is Who, huge, though. It's huge with the kids. Yeah, so LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. I know. I am constantly getting yeah. endorsements for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. For uh, what's that? Long division. What's that? LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn. What do you mean about pe- but endorsement for peanut butter and oh, jelly? Oh, that's, that's a skill set. Yeah, you get yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody says that you can do a thing on yeah. LinkedIn. That's like one of the shoes. things that happens on LinkedIn. I have, yeah. you know, I have never, I have gotten. Are we not connected on LinkedIn? I have gotten, I have, I have not made a LinkedIn profile. Uh, I will sometimes get an email that someone wants me to join their network. Yeah. Uh, I usually delete it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really know what goes on on LinkedIn. I think I eventually created an email filter for anything with the word LinkedIn yeah. in it. But yeah, I I think I must have created one because I used to get endorsements from my dad mostly. Uh, I think LinkedIn is Minecraft for adults. Is it really? Do you get to build things? <laughs> you get to build your skill set. Why well, do you know your resume? At, your in, connections in LinkedIn at night, the skeletons come. Oh, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> on Jordan, Jesse, go. La, 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 la. Hello. I am comedian and television writer Guy Branham, and every week on Pop Rocket, I host a fun, freewheeling conversation about all the aspects of pop culture you love to love with my friends and co-panelists. Digital strategist Winter Mitchell. Journalist Margaret Wappler. Academic and DJ Oliver Wang. And you guys, this conversation is not just something we do privately. It's available to you through the information superhighway. So please, subscribe to Pop Rocket on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Minecraft Heater? No. No, that's a terrible nickname. LinkedIn? Brian Minecraft Heater? I don't think we've ever shot down somebody's nickname. We try to be positive about those. But that's garbage. Boy, howdy. You might as well have just said a good nickname from the past from someone else and just straight up stolen it. Yeah. If you were if Brian, you were John Brian, Hodgman heater. Brian <laughs> there you go. heater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We do what we can. Okay. Jordan, first of all, we just got back from Max FunCon. We sure did. You have a good time at Max FunCon? Blast and a half. Highlights? 
Uh, only low lights. <laughs> <laughs> you taught an improv class. Yeah, year, I taught right? an improv class. That was a hoot. Uh, you and I did an Ask Us Anything. Yeah, uh, that with went Travis really, McElroy. That went really well. I thought. Yeah, ton of fun. A lot of lot of cool people. Uh, we got that on tape. That'll be a donor bonus episode as soon as Brian's got the time to cut it. Yeah, so uh, keep a lookout for that. Yeah, it was a fun uh, fun mix of people were talking about podcasting and the art of, and just kind of bullshit goofy questions. Tons of fun. Yeah, I had a. Uh, I was really happy that uh, actually Lance Bangs was at Max. Fun Con uh, with his wife Corn Tucker of Slater mm-hmm. Kinney, and they led a game of Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, you heard of this? I think it's like Mafia or like something where you know you kill people by scratching them in the palm. Yeah, this is a a a talky uh, kind of party game you might play at like a theater camp or something. Uh, the thing that I thought was really cool about it was they have a daughter who's maybe eight or ten, uh, and she was Definitely there. Not nine. She was there in a full-on werewolf costume. Hell yeah. Just a full Hell, fucking yeah. werewolf costume. I just wanted to be like... Just like Corin Tucker does in the band Slater Kinney. Yeah. Oh, you know, I loved... It was nice to kind of kind of do an official Max FunCon thing with Dan and Stu from the Flophouse. Oh, that was great. I should have mentioned that. Yeah, Jordan filled in for Elliot in a live Flophouse riff. Uh, which I thought was so cool. Uh, Elliot's working on the Mystery Science Theater 3000 show, so he could not travel. Uh, but Dan and Stu came out, and Jordan uh, with them did a live riffing thing on a movie called Quiet Cool. Quiet Cool, yeah. It was a it's an a late 80s one-man army movie uh, about a guy who... Uh, rides his motorcycle to some sort of logging town and kills everyone <laughs> for some reason. Everyone. He loves trees. He's yeah. got he's got a teenage murder sidekick. Yeah, he, also he and a teenage he a teenage of javelin throwing <laughs> kill everyone. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a real fun time, and yeah, just kind of great to great to kind of do something with those guys, and, and it was kind of part of the family. So yeah, oh, it was great. that was so fun, so funny. I was in the audience just losing it. Uh, yeah, that was a blast. Anyway, Max FunCon East is coming up Labor Day weekend on the East Coast. So if you're on the East Coast and you've always wanted to come to Max FunCon or if you came to regular Max FunCon. Oh, and guess what else we did? Uh, thanks to the kindness of the folks at Max FunCon, obviously the terrible, tragic news about Orlando broke uh, on the uh, Sunday morning, the last day of Max FunCon, uh, just by passing a box around. Uh, we managed to raise $4,000 for the LGBT Center in Orlando, which is called The Center. Um, if you want to get in on that, uh, we would love to have you donate to them. Um, we picked them. So they're a great organization doing a lot of service for uh, uh, for LGBT folks in Orlando. And, uh, yeah, I was just like – like literally 200 people, we raised four grand just passing a box around with money from people's pockets. It was totally awesome. Can, can I just say, uh, apropos of, of not much, there, there's no gentle way to segue from a, rem, uh, a a remembrance of all the people who died into a keynote about video games. <laughs> there were a lot of awkward moments at E3 this week. Yeah, I bet there were. <laughs> a lot of, there was a lot of hooting during that moment of silence. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, Max FunCon East is coming up. Speaking of awkward segues, in the Poconos Labor Day weekend, uh, tickets are on sale now, maxfuncon.com. We're not going to – I don't think we're going to announce the full lineup, but uh, we are going to commit to this. Uh, Jordan and I will be there. I think we're going to do a Jordan Jesse Go. I think we're looking okay. towards – it's been a long time since we've done Jordan Jesse Go, one of these things. Full but live show. I said we just do it, right? Full on livey. Yeah, just a full livey. I mean, I bet. 
we'll probably have a, a chance for a great guest or two. Yeah, I think there's probably going to be some real good guests there. Okay. Uh, on Charla. For instance. Phoebe Robinson. Sure. I'm just saying. These are some people. Let's call those possible guests. Okay. Uh, but also, uh, every McElroy and Smurl is going to be there. Hey. There are over 7,000 members of the McElroy family mm-hmm. going to be staying in this hotel. They are basically have turned it into one of those family reunions where everyone wears a promotional T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real blast. So maxfuncon.com if you want to get tickets. Hey Jordan, we also have something up on the jumbotron this week. Yes, it is for Lisette from Jack to the love my life, probably love of my life. I'll, yeah, probably I'll, just put words in her mouth. No, no, no. Maybe this is an inside yeah. joke between them. Should the real question is it's a really a style book question. We should yeah, ask our editor. Sure. Like, do we have to do the literal quotation, mm-hmm. or can we correct the grammar or add punctuation? I will read it as is. Okay. To the love my life, happy thirtieth birthday. Thank you for being my best friend and partner, and for loving Moses and I the most. Don't know what that means. Uh, Moses is, is uh, yeah, he's a prophet. Yeah. He, he, uh, Testament. Well, he led the Jews to freedom. I've yeah. only read the new. Oh, uh, okay, got it. I gotta catch up. Yeah, uh, you're a great mom, and you're doing a great job. I'm so proud of you, and I look forward to all our future adventures together. You're the love of my life. You know that I will never leave your side. Love, Jack. Thank you for pronouncing the comma between I and will never leave your side. By the way, yeah, I, w- I was reading as is. Now read it with a preposition. <laughs> And I, of will never, leave your the side, love a jack. I think this would be even better. This is a really beautiful, heartfelt note. I feel like it would be it's even wonderful. better as, a, as like a love song. Oh. Or an ASMR video. <laughs> to the love of my life, happy 30th birthday. I'm folding the towels. Oh. All I really know about ASMR videos, oh. ASMR videos is that sometimes oh. they're folding towels. Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about that. <laughs> I think they're just talking about what they're doing in a quiet voice. If you want your message shared on Jordan Jesse Go, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It is cheap and easy. Uh, if you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm right. I keep forgetting to do a nickname. God damn ah! it! Brian did here. You, did you have anything close to a nickname growing up? Did you? Brian Special Brew here. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's there, there are plays on my last name. My improv name was Brian Turn Off the Heater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did we have, On the nose. Did we have improv name? Oh, no, that, that was, was a high school thing. That, you, that was a okay, comedy okay, sports thing. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. Sports with a Z. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, referee blows a whistle and puts a bag on your head if you swear. (laughs) Also, Jesse goes to it uh, just after college in Washington, D.C., and literally can't make it through an entire show. It's so awful. Yeah. Uh, What was the the stripping one? Oh, wow. I was in that. (laughs) Jordan, were you in that with me? You were in the the naked improv? No. In Santa Cruz, there was a a naked – not a naked. It was a gimmick. It was a stripping – Short form improv group. Was they... script? Who was in it with me? Script. Yeah, I, I think I. I think I was. I auditioned for it and did not get in. <laughs> really? So yeah, yeah. You weren't big enough. Not big enough. Yeah. yeah. I got Just in. Took it. a bunch I of Vine did, stars. I never, never got so far as to do a show with them, but I. I was in multiple rehearsals with them. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, Were yeah, you nervous? But someone the... else was in it with me. I thought it was you, Jordan. No, I. I mean, I think I auditioned oh. for it, but didn't get in. Yeah, so. it was a. It was a stripping improv group. 
Uh, that might be the most Santa just, Cruz thing of all time. Some just real nice local Santa Cruz people. Yeah, totally. Just some real nice folks that worked at Cafe Pergolesi. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's just definitely like the height of like short form improv gimmickry. Yeah. Uh, but I think the deal was that they had, you know, they stripped as they performed the show, but they had on uh, like a crazy amount of clothes like mormon underwear and yeah, yeah yeah i think they had on like parkas they started the show in parkas and uh and then things like that so they weren't i don't think they were ever actually you know it to, they weren't actually nude to the point of tantalizing anyone that was in i was also in a san francisco sketch comedy group called killing my lobster which i uh-huh. recently found out still exists oh yeah i was in that for uh, an institution right i'm gonna say three weeks <laughs> okay Three weeks, I got the boot. I wonder if Scriptease is still around. If you're in the Santa Cruz area and uh, you've attended a Scriptease show recently, last congratulations. Time, last I heard, <laughs> our improv group that Brian and I were year in the year that it started yeah. still exists at UC Santa you Cruz. You really fought for huge robotic cock. Yeah, well, I was, I, yeah, I don't know. You know, I was 19. Huge robot cock <laughs> huge was what it was going to be. We had a great logo. Yeah, it was a big robotic chicken the name of i think we should clarify the name of the group was humor force five not a great name the uh well it's a college improv group it was a a, a pulp fiction reference yeah Yeah. and the logo was the huge robot cop yeah Yeah. that was the compromise that jesse didn't get too angry yeah (laughs) oh man i was so angry at the time (sighs) good times right yeah i'm glad i'm glad that i had a college improv group with a terrible name i think it's 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 done wonders in bonding me to every comedy person I meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's a if you're meeting a new comedy person, there's a lull in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You can just say, "Hey, what was the name of your bad college improv group?" Yeah. There you go. And we have got two. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you, yeah. do you, do you think that that is more of a uniting force than your past and I assume current interest in ska music? <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, just nothing uh, like when you meet a real old school ska head. Oh, sure. What a hoot. Uh, yeah, but no, definitely like everybody has their has their like bad college improv group name and uh yeah it's nice it's nice that you can kind of like share in the embarrassment of what a goofball you were yeah i think that's kind of a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. hey speaking of beautiful things sure when something momentous happens to you we have you call us at 206-984-4fun that's 206-984-4fun you know stop podcasting yourself Mm -hmm. recently got an 800 number uh Mm toll-free call-in number an 844 number i believe it's 844-SPY-POD-1. So they're toll-free. It costs $9 to call ours, right? Yeah, we're not ways. Ours is a 900 number. Oh, okay. <laughs> 206 is, you call ours, it's just a recording of Jose Canseco wishing you the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably actual live Jose Canseco. <laughs> <laughs> well, he alternates with Hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Come pick me up. <laughs> Where are you? My softball game is over. <laughs> Come pick me up, mommy. <laughs> what do you think is happening? <laughs> Jose needs orange slices. Where's the previa? <laughs> the idea that Jose Canseco has reverted to a childlike state, and you could call him on a 900 number. King <laughs> loves his juice. Yeah. He thinks you're his mother? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, it's summer, Jordan. Sure. You know what time of year that is for Jordan Jesse Go listeners. Oh, yeah. That's summer boy time, Brian. Oh, yeah. uh, summer boy is not a gender. 
Uh, although it could be a gender identity, especially if you go to like Oberlin. Sure. Like right now, if you go to if you're at over if you're a student at Oberlin mm-hmm. right now, there's no doubt that your gender is summer boy. Can I just announce a small change to the summer boy protocol this year? Yeah, sure, of course. I mean, you you're the creator of Summer Boy. Mm-hmm. You're the original Summer Boy. Mm-hmm. It's well within your purview. Yeah. So uh, I mean, obviously, I don't want to change anything about this year, uh, Brian. For you, you know, we we ask that our listeners become summer boys every summer and. You know, just take some time to mm. chill and grill, throw back some brews, kick up their feet. Yeah. Uh, you know, enjoy the season. Yeah. Uh, this I'm year, I'm gonna go see James Taylor on the Fourth of July. So hell yeah, mm-hmm. that's some that is some summer boy shit. Yep. Uh, where's he at? Hollywood Bowl. Uh, he's gonna be. I'm gonna be in the Berkshires. Oh, you headed to the Berkshires. I don't even know where that is. Neither do I. Okay, what state? My way. Um. Don't know. Okay. <laughs> Massachusetts-ish. Okay. Surprise me. Possibly <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yeah, but it's in the U.S. We know that. Yeah. yeah, the northeastern United States. I don't know. My plan right now is just to get a good bead on James Taylor yeah. and follow him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he is definitely a musical summer boy of sorts. I'm told that there is going to be fried chicken at this uh, James Taylor concert. So that sounds like pretty much the hot setup to me. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd go to a John Tesh concert and eat fried chicken. Yeah. Honestly, Are you flying? I go to a John Tesh concert anyway. That sounds fun. You're flying across fun. country to see James Taylor and eat fried chicken? No, I'm going to do – that's just one of oh, the activities okay. yeah, yeah. at this. I'm going to visit a friend as a summer home mm-hmm. in the Berkshires. Mm-hmm. My family are going to go there yeah. to hang out at the summer home. Is your friend James Taylor? Yes. Yes. Yes, my friend is James Taylor. I mean, this is a dumb... I love the gentle way he rocks me. This is a dumb question yeah. that I know the answer to. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. When you go see Tesh, he does round ball rock, right? <laughs> you bet he does. He does round ball rock. You... Yeah, you got it, buddy. Wait, that's Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. yeah. What's also ra- a John Tesh song. Also a John Tesh. No, that's the movie theater. Nope, Mario. What is the. I know. And. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up Round Ball Rock on YouTube because it's gonna drive me up a fucking wall. Round Ball Rock is the theme from the NBA on NBC. It's something that, in, under ordinary circumstances, I would be able to sing at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there are many people in our audience who are singing. The I song. looked it up on YouTube and got the watched. Uh, logo come up. So I have watched Round Ball Rock on YouTube. <laughs> wait, wait, is this, this the video? There's an amazing video oh, of him at Red Rocks this is performing it. with an orchestra where he demonstrates, he plays the cassette tape, answering machine tape of himself. Humming it. Of himself. I think that's bullshit. Really? Yeah, I think that's One, fake. two, three o'clock. You think it's fake? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. I've what? seen that. Listen, I like that he did it. So he his, Tesh's story about Round Ball Rock is that he heard it in a dream and had to like he was on the road or something and then called his answering machine and hummed round ball rock and he plays what he says is the original answering machine tape it's too jokey it's too like there's like timing and there's little like pauses are you for so comedy. so you're not object you don't think the story is apocryphal i don't you think, think the, the actual he, the the tape is i don't think that the one he plays live the tape he plays live is because not it the seems tape. like a feasible story to me it's it's just too jokey. It's too like it's too like perfectly timed. He's you object like, to the tape, not to the story. You you think that John Tesh is that deceitful? No, I mean I think he's a showman. And I think it's just part of it, you know. He's not doing magic tricks. No, but I'm saying he John Tesh is a truth teller. I don't think he is. He's a, the George Carlin of his I generation. I think he's creating a great show for his fans. 
hold on. It's coming. Okay. I think this okay, isn't he's just per- him talking about it. Here it comes. Okay, here we go. He's dribbling the ball around Red Rocks. The fake ball. Okay, I was right. You're about to see some entertainment news. Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr, Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, got it. Anyway, Clyde Drexler. So, uh, what were we talking about? Summer boy shit. Yeah, small changes to summer boy protocol this year. Okay, small, little change. It's a minor change. It's not a major change. Little, yeah, literally one letter. This is something that could be handled exclusively by the executive branch, did not require legislation. Absolutely not. But we would like uh, old Joey Biden to weigh in. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a tie in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, this year, summer boy will be spelled with an I. Oh, okay. Summer B-O-I, to keep with current trends. Oh, that's fun. Not summer bay? No, not summer bay. Summer boy, as in fuck boy, dat boy, uh-huh. etc. Got so, it. Big boy, skater boy. Big boy. For, yeah, all the boys. Yeah. All the boys out there. Uh, so, yeah. So, just, just when you're, you know, printing up your summer boy letterhead or whatever, uh-huh. I just ask that you spell it B-O-I. What about fans of oi music? <laughs> yeah, like street yeah. punks. Yes. Uh, 70s yeah. British working class yeah. skinhead. Summer boy, oi, oi. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, Put some sunscreen on those skinheads. Put some sunscreen on, fellas. Yeah. I'm on board for this. Yeah. That sounds nice. Summer okay, boy. so we have a summer boy call. We're not saying, we're not, look, this summer is, we're not going to just spend our whole summer playing summer boy calls, but mm-hmm. if you've got a great summer boy moment, yeah, give us a call, call it we'll in. share it, you know? Three-way on a dock. Yeah, you got <laughs> it. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go and guest. This is Mary from Rockford, Illinois. I was just sitting outside on my back porch, and I looked to the left of me, and there was a shirtless man listening to heavy metal music with a baseball bat, swinging it at tree limbs. And I look to the other side of me, and there is a shirtless teenage boy spraying himself in the penis with a high-powered water hose. So, <laughs> if any summer boys, I don't know what is. Yeah. Bye, guys. Hose it down. Was this a father and son team, do you think? <laughs> I think he'd leave with the fact that you lived next to Glenn Danzig, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would think so. You would think so. Now that the misfits are reuniting, <laughs> he's getting in shape. Spraying down the old penis. Spraying himself with the penis. Jordan, didn't we see Glenn Danzig wandering around in his front yard one time? Like, before I even lived in Los Angeles, I came to visit you. We saw Glenn Danzig wandering Boy, around. Boy, that is absolutely something that I have seen a lot. I mean, definitely, like, when I first moved here, there was a lot more dancing activity. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't seen him in years, but that is a regular, like, uh, you know, like... Uh, Silver Lake celeb sighting if you shirtless dancing. By the way, if you don't think that I had that CD in sixth grade, seventh grade. Dancing solo. Mother 93. Yeah, there you go. Mother. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, d- definitely like shirt. Did not like any of the other songs. I <laughs> want to make that clear. Bought that CD, hated everything except for that one song. But And that song, you had to go to track 93. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's a lot of dancing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely like shirtless dancing, and he like lived. 
I don't know if he still lives there, but he lived on a really like suburban street. Oh, he lives street. in that same dilapidated house. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Have uh, you been there recently? No, but there's a lot there, There's a lot of action in front of that house. A lot of people make pilgrimages to it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, – there are a lot of pictures online of him buying cat food. Oh, yeah? You've seen that? This is very popular. No, that sounds like fun. Yeah, has a lot, he loves cats. Hmm. Well, there you go. Good for him. So, yeah, it was also always a nice contrast to see this kind of picket fancy, you know, suburban house with uh, Danzig mm. chilling out front of it. Is he a famous racist? No, no. I don't think no. so. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, we're, like you're thinking rumors. of David Duke. Mm. I feel like there was rumors about that when I was a young teenager. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I mean, th- I think there have been a lot of shitty misfits uh-huh. post-dancing. Shit, mm-hmm. shit. A lot of shit fits. Yeah. So shit maybe, fits. I mean, I don't, you know, maybe so I just don't want to believe that my hero <laughs> Clint dancing <laughs> is a racist. Yeah. But maybe it is possible that one of these one of these pretenders who stepped in after he he left the band did some racist stuff. But I don't know. But he's back. That's he's the important back thing. And racister than ever. <laughs> okay, let's take an, let's take a momentous occasion call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Uh, this is Jessica calling from Chicago with a momentous occasion. This weekend, I um, officiated my very first lesbian wedding between my two best friends. Um, everything went really well up until I got to the side of Harvard and the state of Illinois. I now pronounce you. Then suddenly realized I had not had an exchange ring, so just sort of backed it up, took it a second time. Take two was excellent. Everybody seemed to and had fun. And also, I got a neat clergy badge because I got ordained on the internet, which I'm probably going to wear, I don't know, all the time. Anyway, love the show. Thanks, guys. Get it, get it, get them. Glad to hear they came with a badge. Yeah, that's nice. When I got that, I didn't get a badge. Yeah. We all got ordained in college, right? The Universal Life Church? Yeah, I got that shit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't do it, oh. man. I that was like the dawn of you just being able to print that shit out. Yeah. Oh, Before yeah. you had to write Send in a an SASE, put it next to all the, the the rows of empty beer bottles above your bed. Yeah, <laughs> oh, those were the days. <laughs> yeah, I missed out on a lot of shit. Apparently, I wasn't in the Naked Improv group. <laughs> I didn't uh, get to get ordained by the Life Church. <laughs> that was when Man. I... It's never too late, Jordan. I officiated that one uh, listener wedding for Guy and Mary Beth mm-hmm. up in Seattle. And uh, it was like a very beautiful wedding. And mm-hmm. I got I had to get one of those badges. It was really nice. And uh, Mary Beth's a real, real classy uh, doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy uh, just works for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just at the end of the whole uh, fucking classy-ass wedding, they just got Gears of War guns and did poses. <laughs> have you have you done a wedding at Max FunCon? No, no. I Well, I, I married a couple at BoatParty.biz, hmm? but it was before we got on the boat. And they have since divorced. <laughs> I, I I went to a polyphonic spree show where there was a wedding. Oh. Yeah. This seems like the place for it. Yeah. It was just nine I mean, or, everybody's already in robes, right? Yeah, just nine, <laughs> or, <laughs> nine or ten people becoming a, <laughs> becoming a love group or something. Uh, yeah, a man marrying a trombone. Yeah. <laughs> a flower marrying the wind. <laughs> Let's take another call. Hey, this is Brandy from Birmingham, and I was calling with the momentous occasion. Um, I have an eight-year-old daughter who has been kind of obsessed with talking about how babies are made. And so I tend to do the, you know, just ask or answer exactly what she's asked and nothing more. And until the other night, it had been pretty innocent. And she finally asked the question, but how does the sperm get to the egg? So that night, 
I had actually had a little bit of wine, so I was feeling brave. So I asked Jessica, do you really want to know? She said yes. So I told her, um, not graphic detail, but I told her basically the mechanics of baby making. And when I was done, she had a disgusted look on her face, and she told me, I don't think I ever want a husband. So that was a win. <laughs> then afterwards, she looked at me and she said, Mommy, please don't drink anymore. <laughs> so in the course of one conversation, I've managed to scare her off of sex and alcohol. So good, I guess. All right, thanks. Bye. I'm not 100% sure that this was a momentous occasion call and not a genius call for yeah. one bad mother. Sure. Probably. Or a fail call. It was sort of a combination genius fail call. <laughs> I, I like a story where everybody learns a lesson, though. I feel like we all learned something from yeah. that story. Yeah. I still don't really know where babies come mm-hmm. from. I would have loved to. Apparently, it involves getting really drunk. Yeah, well. A lot of red wine. I am halfway there. They had a great. Toyota Prius. They had a great uh, uh, Where Babies Come From author on One Bad Mother. Mm-hmm. We got this book. God damn it, if I can remember what this thing is called. But uh, it's really great. It's really amazing. Like, in 2016, there's totally, like, a book that teaches uh, kids where babies come from uh, that is both has, like, the pleasant tone you're looking for and also, like... graphic sex? No, like, includes includes all different kinds of parents. Like, does not presume genders or even that uh, kids are, like, you know, uh, conceived the old-fashioned way... Or anything like it so. Just, what you, so, so you're getting traditional P and V conception. Traditional P and V. Someone else carries the baby. Yeah. Um, the kids adoption. Cabbage patch. Uh, two moms, two dads. Genders, gender neutral people. Whatever. And it's not like it like lists. Yeah. All the things they just have found a way to elegantly describe where babies come from without excluding any of those groups. It's kind of amazing. That's great. Yeah, it's really good. I wish I knew what the fucking thing was called, but uh, go back and listen to One Bad Mother episode about it, and uh, you can hear it there. But it's real nice. It's very comforting. Yeah. It's nice to know that the that the kids... Oh, oh and I've also got this book called Chickens Aren't the Only Ones. Mm. Uh, this is about all the different animals that lay eggs. Okay. It's just a great list of different animals that lay eggs. It's so very inclusive. Two. It doesn't exclude the spiny anteater. Exactly. Or the platypus. Yeah. yeah, man. That platypus and that spiny anteater are all up in the chickens aren't the only ones. That's great. They're called oviparous. Is that, a, is that a parable about inclusion or is it just informative? No, it's just about what kind of animals lay eggs. Okay. It's, more, it's a, more of a uh, book-length listicle. Oviparous animals. Sure. Yeah, it's a it's a book length listicle. It's uh, fourteen animals uh, that lay eggs that you'll recognize if you're Pakistani. That only <laughs> that Pakistani only Latina people. nurses will recognize. <laughs> there is literally a a BuzzFeed listicle about like ten something somethings that only Latina nurses will recognize. <laughs> Very particular. This echidna is pregnant. You won't believe what happens next. <laughs> uh, let's take another call. Good. Uh... Evening, like probably, I guess, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. Uh, I live on Guam, and I was driving around and saw a building, and on the front of the building, it just said the words Chode Building, uh, C-H-O-D-E, for the record, Uh, and I laughed so hard, I almost crashed my car, Uh, and... Just so you know, growing up, for me, chode meant, uh, yeah, a dick that was wider than it is long. Tuna can situation. So, uh, yeah, get him, get him, get him. 
great chance to poll the guest. Brian, yeah. what is your personal definition of chode? I, th- I think it's I think it's accurate. Wider like, than a girth, it is girthier long. than it is long, yeah. 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 Uh in Guam, mm-hmm. where this guy lives, it's you know, it's sort of regional. So Brian mm-hmm. and I are both from Northern California. He lives that's on probably, Guam. Mm-hmm. That's probably why the two of us agree yeah. on uh our definition. You're from Southern California, mm-hmm. maybe it's a different definition. In Guam, uh, it's actually a food paste made mm. from a local tuber. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you spread some chode on toast. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Get yourself some chode toast. Yeah, get a nice chode toast. Boy, chode with your plate lunch. Uh, something something that uh, we've been talking a lot about on the show lately, Brian, is the you know multiple definitions of the word chode. Mm. You know, uh, if it's you know and trying to kind of just parse this out, yeah. trying to trying to piece together this puzzle that is chode. And, uh, you know, a lot of different definitions. Uh, people are getting at us on Twitter with their personal definitions. Yep. Uh, I even heard that uh, someone used it as, like, drug slang for, like, a, like a, a joint that's almost burned out. Oh, like wow. a roach. That's a chode. Yeah, they call it a chode. So Christian's, rec- Christian's nodding appreciatively. Yeah. Big old nod. A dork that's is a whale it. penis, right? Uh, no? You know? Who? No? A geek, yep, bites yep. The, a geek bites the head off a chicken. You know, I think just as... You know, in the same spirit of, you know, there being a lot of ways to have a baby. Yeah. Of there being a lot of different kinds of animals that lay eggs, not oh, just chickens. Mm-hmm. A lot of words for snow. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, an Eskimo. An Eskimo. Nah. But no words for love. Uh, I, you know, I think I think we can just allow. I think they're capable of love, and <laughs> I they prefer they to too. be called Inuits. Sure. No words for volcano. God, there you <laughs> yeah. go. No words for volcano. You got it. Too cold. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we can just let all these chode definitions, you know, exist, you know, happily alongside each other. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of fun. That's really beautiful, Jordan. Thank you. I think the... the a wonderful man. The list of chode definitions is, is wider than it is long. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a very wide list. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan. Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian, plug two heater. There you go. No? De La Soul? Yeah, from yeah. De La Soul. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm Jesse number. Trugoy Thorne. <laughs> it's just I... yogurt spelled backwards. <clears throat> That's how they came up with name rap names in the early 1990s, late 1980s. Wait, wait. Ray Shrumman is something spelled backwards. Yeah. Drummers. What is Ear drummers. Ear drummers. That's dumb. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually even dumber backwards. <laughs> Great band, though. Yeah, they are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's deal with a couple of things here. Sure. First of all, Max Fun has a new podcast. Uh, it's called Minority Corner. Uh, we actually all went to college with uh, one of the hosts, Anna Kay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it's like sort of like it's a little bit like throwing shade for mm-hmm. folks who have heard throwing shade in format, sort of a trip through the news and then a little deep dive on something uh, from the past. Um, and it's real fun, real funny. A lot of uh, a lot of really compelling. Uh, Disney impressions on the most recent episode. Okay, <laughs> terrifyingly. If you've ever wanted, if you ever ever wanted to hear like the bad guy, the evil lion from uh, uh, Scar, Lion King. Yeah, if you ever want to hear him say something inappropriate, well, that's the show for you. Okay. Or just watch any other movie Jeremy Irons was in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
But anyway, it's a it's Die a, Hard Three. It's such anyway. a cool, it's such a cool. It's like the show is just a blast. Like it is a really fun uh, and like actually very fascinating. Like you can, it's something that will add to your life and your understanding of the world. So I just wanted to mention it here because uh, we're real proud of it. Uh, Minority Corner, great show. I think Jordan might have been in K's RA or something. I can't remember. <laughs> I probably did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> you, you kept the uh, the condoms stocked outside the door? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. There was this one guy who used to come to my door for condoms so much. Oh, my God. And he was so goofy. Like, this guy was so goofy. Goofballs be fucking, man. This if dude was be... fucking all over town. If you... But he was safe. The the appeal of the confident goofball mm. is is an amazing thing. Would anybody come by and be like, got any magnums? That guy. That yeah. Oh, he had a huge dick. Yeah. You forgot that part of the story. Yeah, goofy, he was a giant dick goober. He was also fit, but in a weird way, like in the way that like a lizard man is. Yeah. What is chode backwards? Because that's what he was. Longer Dauk. than he was wide. Edoc. Edoc. Depends on how you spell chode. That's yeah. another point of contention. Oh, sure. It's O-D-E or O-A-D. That's another big issue. Yeah. So it's a it's complicated. Hey, Brian, who's been on uh, the the Read If You Like R-I-Y-L uh, podcast? I have a recently? list of upcoming guests. Can I plug this? Yes. Right. That's right. why. Right. 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 What do you think right. I'm right. setting right. you up right. for here, Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, so I just slept on uh, the couch of one of um, uh, one of your Max Fun hosts. That's Carrie Poppy. Carrie Poppy. She'll be on one. Uh, it's a delight. Jordan and I have both been on at some point. I mean, years ago. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Starly Kine. Starly Kine. Hey. Have you heard her podcast? It's it's fantastic. No. It's really terrific. Is this uh, the mystery show? Mystery show. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I like mystery show a lot. Mary Roach. Oh, hey, Mary that's a good Roach. one. I'm seeing Mary Roach tomorrow. Couldn't be more excited about it. The Thermals. Hey, oh, all right. And, uh, and then a bunch of comics people. We just had uh, Gabrielle Bell, who's terrific. There you go. Week. G Bell. R I Y L cast.tumblr.com. Yeah. It's a, it's a great show. Brian really is a wonderful, uh, warm and pleasant interviewer and a lot of great people on the show. I really do recommend that program. Not as much as I recommend Minority Corner, I'm going to be clear. <laughs> sure. Like I would say, if you're making a priority list, number one, Minority Corner. Number two has got to be Serial. Sure. I don't know if you guys have heard about this show. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you want to hear a white guy talk to people, yeah. it's definitely my show. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. first, number one is going to be to the best of our knowledge from Wisconsin Public Radio. It's going to be like the entire Earwolf Network and then me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you get done with 80 or 90 <laughs> other podcasts, yeah. give Brian's a shot. Have you checked out Feral Audio at all? Oh, a lot of good stuff on all there. All Things Comedy's got a lot, of, got a lot of, of fun stuff. on stuff. there. But, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. let's say your iPod's broken in a real specific way. Mm-hmm. It can only get the R-I-Y-L podcast. Then. I couldn't recommend it enough. You're going to want to listen to it. You're going to want to try music first. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have any music on your iPod or sure. you're morally opposed to using iTunes and you can, you're having a hard time sideloading music. If Rhapsody isn't working. Yeah. If Rhapsody's busted. Um, if you can't watch Rhapsody mm-hmm. on BET. Sure. Um, Big Tig's not there coming through for you. Um, yeah, this is a good time to yeah. watch, to listen to R-I-Y-L. I mean, end of the day, let's be honest, you're watching Property Brothers. <laughs> you gotta watch Property Brothers. <laughs> you gotta watch them bros! Go watch them bros, get them props! <laughs> get them props, bros! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Still unclear Woo! as to what that show is. Don't, no, never seen it! <laughs> you're gonna plug my podcast when they come on here, right? 
We are, yeah. You okay. have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Do you flip houses? <laughs> Do they flip houses? Oh, man. Have you seen- What are they? Have you seen Ozzy Smith's new show where he does flips in houses? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Here we go. That's it. Jordan, Jesse, go. That's our show. Christian Duenas on the board. Brian, Sonny D, Fernandez in London, England, uh, cutting things together. Um, watch our social media because we got a Garabba shirt on the way. It's going to yeah. knock your socks off. It's going to be one of these limited edition deals. Do you know about Garabba? It's what you do in an emergency. Uh, first, get help. G, get help. A, what's A? Uh, assess the situation. Uh, R, read up on it. A, what's A? Wait, you're reading during an emergency? Yes. So okay. G, get help. Yeah. A, assess the situation. You should, you should read before the emergency. R, read up on it. <laughs> A, assess the situation. Uh, B, what's B? <laughs> assess the situation. Be kind, be kind, to, be kind to, to yourself. yourself. <laughs> and then finally, A, abstinence. Yeah. So, Garab. G, get help. <laughs> A, assist the situation. R, read up, read up on, on it. it. A, assess the situation again. B, be, be kind, kind to yeah. yourself. And finally, A, abstinence, the most important part. Yes. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're putting together some T-shirts. Sonny D's on the designs. He's got the pen and pixels. We actually thought about hiring pen and pixel, mm. uh, the guys who designed all the No Limit album covers. Not pen and teller. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought about hiring pen and teller, too. Uh, but we, uh, we could only get uh, teller on the phone. Yeah. And it was real awkward. <laughs> Doesn't talk. Yeah, the man doesn't talk. <laughs> we just heard. Uh, we just heard the sounds of doves flapping. So ultimately, we got Chris Angel. Yeah, we think he did a fucking bang up job. He really did. You know, a lot of people complain about that guy, but he is a pro. Yeah, you know, he does his own eyeliner. It's true. And a lot of people don't know. A lot that. of magicians, when they get all big time, yeah, when they start headlining the Luxor, yeah, they get a guy for that. Sure, or a team of guys, even. Yeah. In the case of Jeff Dunham, sure, famous magician Jeff Dunham. Well, he needs one guy for himself and one guy for his racist puppet. <laughs> sure, each racist puppet has its own racist eyeliner guy. Uh, but no, not Angel Man. He's buying the pens himself from uh, CVS, applying it himself, going out there and entertaining America with dark magic. Yeah, a lot of people would think that he would go to Sephora, but CVS, CVS all the way for him. He's always been man a drugstore man. Of the people. Got it. Chris Angel, man of the people. So, uh, yeah, you've been listening to Jordan Jesse Go, a tribute to Chris Angel. <laughs> His populist people. dark magic. <laughs> We're on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We're on Twitter, hashtag JJGo. Follow us there, at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris, at, what are you called on Twitter? Be Heater. Be Heater. Yeah. Uh, Brian is super funny oh. on, for a guy that works at TechCrunch. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty. We're pretty funny. He's we make ourselves laugh. Mm -hmm. Brian is definitely the funniest guy who works at TechCrunch, and uh, he's a real solid follow overall. Uh, I, I have a great time laughing at, at Brian Heater's tweets. I'd like to think with with my tweets. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. yeah, There's that actually. Like, <laughs> kicked out of the college improv group. <laughs> oh, so Joey Lutz could be in it. Mm. Uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, we remember him fondly. Uh, yeah, that's fucking it. That's it. Jesus Christ, I don't need to say any more words. Nope. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. 
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.